Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. We are live at Radio Row in Phoenix. I'm here, Kevin Hagland. The I don't want to give you a title. It's, here. it's too early. I'm working I'm on, on the that Zoom. part. You're not All on the right. Zoom, dude. I'm working on I that part. I am here. I'm the only one that's here okay. right now, Kevin. It's the Corey Major Show. It's the show. Corey Major Show on 1053 The Fair. And we've got Mike Bassick, and we have a cavalcade of amazing guests for you. I was just told to be quiet. Oh, man. We're already. We're, oh, gotcha. Gotcha. We're, we're already out on Corey Major's. We're done. But we're going to have a cavalcade of guests today, and I have some very nervous questions that Mike might deliver, including we pitched the, the idea yesterday that every interview should start with, hey, what's your deal? What's your deal? What's your deal? And, and just see where it goes from yeah. there because you don't know what's going to happen. Here's the great thing. I ask what's your deal. Somebody that's combative is going to be like, oh, what's your deal? No, I mean, what, hold on, what do you mean, what's my deal? What's your deal? And that's going to be the first thing. You know, if they're passive-aggressive, they're like, well, I mean, let's find out what my deal. Are you looking these, for combative, when you combative have, interviews? There are lots of different people in the world, Kevin. Mm-hmm. And, like, just think about this. You're going to answer it differently than Mike would. Sure. Reggie would answer it differently than all of us because he's going to say, well, when it comes to a deal, there are two <laughs> sides of that deal, What is right? a deal? So I think that's a great question to start things off with every single time. 877-881-1053. <laughs> you send in questions, <laughs> we'll ask them. Okay, I'm looking. For- I'm, I'm dead serious. That'll be a lot of fun. Just let the Tolos run the show, man. Okay. That's why they're listening. Maybe they're smarter than us because we flew through clouds again last <laughs> night. And I still, every time I fly through clouds, I just think thousands of pounds right now is on this plane. Millions, millions, millions of, pounds. of pounds and tons. Yeah, tons. They just call them tons. They're out of pounds. Yeah, they yeah. got too many pounds. They had to go to tons. And I'm like, this plane is just flying through. This mass. Uh-huh. So uh, you dispute that clouds weigh 500,000 to a million pounds. I'm with Mike. Do you think you could walk through that many pounds? No. And how many, like, where do you get But I'm not scale? a plane. All right. All right. I well, want you to pretend you're a plane. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't get how you don't get me. <laughs> Just pretend uh, what I say. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. A mountain. When you see a mountain, mm-hmm. do you think, man, yeah. that's a lot of tons over there? That's a lot of dirt somebody piled up a long time ago. Mm-hmm. The, an- the only answer is yes. Like, is this what you guys spent the entire flight thinking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I What'd just thought, do? when you see uh, a golf course in Arizona, you think, Wood. wow, 
how did they get grass to grow here? Like because it. it's the only grass you see is pretty much at the golf course, and they have beautiful golf courses here. I just wonder how much dirt do they have to bring in from other places that grow grass? Because you can't just throw it on the desert yeah, and be like, start growing grass. There's a whole thing in the Bible about that. You, it dies. You know that the desert you need good soil. ends with a T, not a D, right? Like, that's like, you, you said desert. Oh, yeah. It's close enough. <laughs> When you after dinner, all right, you're you're like, man, some ice cream, maybe a strawberry shortcake. Yeah, I would love some dessert. All right, okay, there you go, Kevin. Dessert, dessert. That's, that's what you got today. Good luck. Yeah. So if you thought our show was gonna grow up on the road, well, think again. <laughs> yeah. Like, how many fried eggs are you gonna have to eat tonight? Like, they're gonna have a burger for you. Like, all right, a burger, but then they have an egg yolk over the top that mm. then just gives it that extra flavor, and you're like. Why is there egg yolk no, on my burger? No, egg yolk on a burger is tremendous. It's going to be a quail egg, though. So it'll okay. be like this big, and it's just went in very tiny egg yolk. Eggs are eggs. You're going to be like, can I get like six more of these egg yolks? I just don't understand fancy people food. I don't. I just don't. Is it because it's too small portions, or is it just, or sometimes it's huge portions? You know how I feel. It's too many ingredients. Mm -hmm. Like, they're like, hey, we got this, and it's with this. I tried tried to get him to to put salt on his omelet last (laughs) night. And pepper. And I was like, nope. Like, just on one bite. I didn't need it. Put a little salt and a little pepper and just see, like, what happens. He's like, I refuse to even yeah. see what happens. All right, uh, Fantex is rolling in right now, Kevin, from the 214. As a cloud expert, Mike is right. Clouds aren't real. Uh, and then what? from the 214, Mike, sure. this is a question I think for you. How many pounds of water do you think are in a pool? Oh. You can swim through those pounds. But the clouds aren't water. They are a different form of that. But it's not regular pool water, so I'm not swimming through a cloud. I'm flying through it. All right, I'm trying to look up how many pounds of water. Yeah, planes don't go through water. But you're not a plane. True. I uh, there was one point last night, Mike, where two things happened that really kind of threw me off. I look out the window and I see part of the plane is kind of rattling on the wing. It's like shaking. All the rest of the things that are like it, like firm, stuck to the plane. And I thought, should I ask Kevin if if he if like if he's concerned about that? Then moment uh, a few moments later, I open the window and look out as we're coming into land, and there's another plane off in the distance, and it's coming, it's triangulating in the same spot we're gonna land. Now, fortunately, we didn't run into it, but I did see Southwest had a situation like that happen in DF yeah. in in Dallas, I think. Yeah. Where they almost like the plane was landing, they were like, "Oh crap, you had to pull up, pull up." They got like 75 yards away from each other yeah, by dude, accident. Terrifying. Now, a lot of people are hoping that we'll ask every single guest, "Do you think you could walk through a cloud?" Mm-hmm. So perhaps that is a viable question that we can throw out there. Now, my, I don't know, maybe viable question is. All I know is this. When there's fog, you know, foggy days. I can't see downtown. There's so much fog, and you're walking through that fog. Put a scale down and see how much that fog weighs. And you're going to get Mm 0.0. This website I found, Giga Calculator, I don't know how reputable it is. It says the average pool holds about 800 to 1,000 pounds of water. All right. You could zoop, zip through that, no problem. I don't know if you know this or not, Kevin, but that's <laughs> measured in you gallons. You can zoop through it? Yeah, you can like zoop. Like soup? Oh no, gosh. it had a conversion. It's We're 80, supposed to take the, the credit from that guy? It's 90 yeah. gallons and approximately zooping. 750 pounds. Now imagine uh-huh. how much more a plane weighs and do the conversion. Uh, how much does a plane weigh? I don't know. Man, I how much probably look that up next. How much is a Hinaway, you know? 
I don't know what that it's means. About five pounds. Well, I'll tell you what. I didn't want I these did people sitting in question. front of me uh-huh. to really get a big head about being a parent. Uh-huh. But they had a baby right in front of me. Mm-hmm. I think they said 10 days before she turns one years old. Oh, man. Or just one year, since uh-huh. one is not a plural. Mm-hmm. Uh, that baby never cried the whole trip. Never, oh. like... I don't think I heard the baby really say much either. You think they and I thought, it? wow, you guys yeah. have been able to create the greatest, calmest baby yeah. in the history of babies. But I didn't want them to get a big head because I'm like, oh, we're doing it right. Yeah. You and know, it's like, look, I was like, I don't know how you guys did this. My wife prayed and dreamed of that moment when she was traveling around the country to come see me play baseball. But for them... I was like, you guys did it. I don't know how you did it, but you created a baby that for two-plus hours didn't make a noise. That is one of the reasons we've had discussions about traveling, and me and Jess are both like, I don't think Noah's ready for that. You just going to leave your kid at home? Uh, Yeah, and hilarious consequences will ensue. I've seen that movie multiple times. All right, we got an update. Update. Apparently, the pool calculator I looked at was more like for a bathtub. Here's the update. Between 10,000 and 20,000 gallons in a pool at 8.5 to 9 pounds per gallon. So we're talking about pools weigh have about 85,000 to 180,000 pounds of water. You can go through the pool. You can go through a cloud. Somebody uh, texted in, Kevin, and said, I am currently in a cloud and a person, and I can't feel anything. So there you go. I hope they're in a plane. I don't know. I don't know. What if they're Superman? What if they're flying like that? Also, Joey texted into the show, uh, and he asked if the baby could read, the one on the airplane, because, Kevin, has your child learned how to read yet? Man, there's no chance my baby can read by 14 months. He can't talk. He can't even roll all the way over yet, so I feel like he's really behind schedule. All right. He also has a giant head and big shoulders, so that might be slowing him down with the turning over. Kevin, I want to point out, we are here in Phoenix, Arizona. I had a sports talk. For Radio Row for the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. The grandest game, the greatest television event. Isn't that the Rose Bowl? In the history of the world uh-huh. is the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You, is, the, is the Rose Bowl the grandest game? I think it's the granddaddy of the Oh, world. that's awesome. Yeah, so we're here for the Super Bowl this week, and I can't believe that we are surrounded by this many Signs for the Super Bowl, uh-huh. uh, signs for directions that tell you how to get to places. Oh my God! And athletes, uh-huh. like there are so many athletes here. Mm-hmm. This is going to be an awesome week. I want to know from the Tolos who they want us to talk to. All right, I want to. Do you want us to talk to all the athletes? Do you want us to talk to just random people? Because we can do it all here. I remember the last time. This is probably why they didn't let us come back to the Super Bowl for a while. We were playing <laughs> wall ball. <laughs> oh yeah, and but remember. The security guard let us jump in the foam pit. Yeah, that's There was right. like a giant <laughs> foam pit they were advertising. I don't know, whatever. And when we were doing the show late. T-Mobile, it, I Yeah, yeah, T-Mobile, jump in the foam pit. Like, I don't know what those things have to do with each other. But they let us jump in the foam pit because it was just like us, maybe one other show, and the security guard because we're live and local all the time, baby. Yeah, we are. That's how we broke that Kyrie news. And they let they were like, hey, can we jump in the phone pit? And the person was like, you're really not supposed to. And they were like, there's nobody around. We won't tell anybody. And we jumped in the phone pit, and it was super fun. But also, I was on three stations simultaneously. Yes, you were. I was on our station, 
we went national with DA, and we were on our Houston affiliate. I had like two or three different headphones I on. I remember that. And I had to switch the ears out, and I had multiple mics. And it you was started crazy. berating the people at the Houston station. They needed to know. They were going off about the Cowboys, and you were like, let's get started on the Texans here. Look, man, it's the same thing as like if someone talks crap about our radio station. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to start a fight. But if you're going to come to my house. Yeah, exactly. Don't expect me to be like, oh, you know, I'm not, I probably, I know I'm supposed to but frequently i do not turn the other cheek so i fire back and then people are like i can't believe you said that and they're like well you called me a jerk in our first conversation so yeah what it's did like you that think was gonna happen time i called you an mf or and you were like all right i'll see you later then and i was like oh crap i needed a ride i should have never said that i learned exactly. that day mike don't call kevin names do you understand, Mike? Right, or just Kevin. be prepared for don't call me that either. <laughs> or just be prepared if I fire back. Is It still amazes me to this day when somebody's like, I think you're a piece of ass and your station sucks. And I'm like, you seem like a delightful piece, you know, whatever. <laughs> and they're like, I can't believe you would say that. And you're like, for real? Mm-hmm. Like, you came at me, man. Come on. Uh, from the uh, from the 214, I want Corey to talk to Bobby and ask, what's your deal? Uh, Bobby <laughs> will just talk, right? He'll just be like, oh, man, I got some thoughts. But then your segment's over you can just ask what's your deal and you'll be done yep okay look for the people who are texting in about the molecular structure and everything like that this isn't the neil degrasse tyson show right i'm just telling you nobody knows who that is they don't is okay this is not bill nye the science guy show i'm just telling you a thing that I saw on the internet and trying to relate the information. You well, can take good. that for whatever you want. I do believe that you can walk <sighs> through clouds and swim through water. Okay. I just don't believe you can weigh a cloud. See, so we've made progress. I we didn't I'm... talk about the sports topic we were, but we've made progress. And we're at the Super Bowl. Well, I'm going to have to go home. I, I've already screwed up once, guys. Because you said it's the Super Bowl? It's the this is game. not an advertisement. You're, you're you can the say the Super week. Bowl. There are lots of uh, signs up that say it, but I'm not allowed to. Man, I? just this is why you need to listen to our commercials. Is A lot of our commercials I like. Every now and again, there's one that's like, hello, it's me to talk to you about the big game and i'm like come on by get a little enthusiasm it's gonna be a touchdown if you're wondering if you gamble on sports if you win the three biggest signs i see right now three out of four are fan duel draft kings and caesar sports books guess what sports yes sports that's a a different place in vegas you can still get there that's a different limo that you take there they're winning Man, our boss is right here. We need to clean up some of this filth. But, um, yeah, when you bet on sports, it's fun. They get the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't keep and building those casinos yeah, for no reason. sleep number They're like, goes oh, too. so much debt. Let's add another floor to this casino yeah, here. <laughs> absolutely. And a pool made of diamonds. And there's a lot of people who now want to call me nicknames from the 682. Ask Kevin what his deal is. And I want Bobby to start the Dan Arlovsky interview by saying, what's your deal? I actually think that could be effective, but probably problematic. Kevin, if you were in a hotel with a cloud room, would you think that hotel is going to fall because of how much that cloud weighs? Yeah. Like it's going to collapse at some point? I really do. I watched the Pierce Brosnan, I think it's the Halle Berry, James Bond, where they stayed in the the ICE hotel. Oh, yeah. I thought it was amazing, but I also had lots of questions about structural integrity. But just ask Mike. I had to look behind me when I was in the escalator just to assess the situation. That's so true. I'm probably not the person who's going to, like, go do that daring, like, oh, we found a beanstalk and built a hotel up there. Pass. I love beanstalks.
I really do. Like, that was, always seems so cool to climb up into a cloud and just go hang out with a golden goose and have a big old egg made of gold. That'd be awesome. Okay, well, a lot of that sounds great. But falling off the beanstalk or getting eaten by a giant or whatever, I'm not as pumped about that. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. What a start. What a start. I know. I, the topic was going to be which team is more likely as of Sunday to start a dynasty. Let's do that. We yeah. can, Kansas oh, City. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Segment over. Yeah, I think Kansas City if, as well. But do you think Kansas City is going to win the Super Bowl? They better. They're going to win all the Super Bowls. <laughs> they better. I know you're rooting for every time the Eagles are in the no, Super Bowl. No, I am not rooting. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Is this the second time you're rooting no, for the I'm Eagles? No, I'm rooting for the Chiefs. But instead, our next segment the Mavs youth on display, plus the backstory, maybe a little bit more context and positives about Kyrie. 877-881-1053. You want to weigh in on this conversation? We'll do it next, live from Phoenix on 105.3 The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. And the Mavs are going to come into Utah and win this game. Hardy with an exclamation point on a night he will never forget. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. There's a little stuff about Kyrie that I think we can get into in terms of the narrative about why some folks don't like him, and then also some positives to give people the most complete picture we can. What is, like, Mike, whenever you – your biggest concern with Kyrie is in locker room – where that where that plays first and how that has destroyed a couple different teams and not necessarily maybe on the court or is it the court the problem what you're scared of the most well the court was the boston celtics problem if that makes sense so boston that's why when we had on brian scalabrini he was like guys what are you doing yeah because he saw the worst of kyrie irving kyrie didn't want to get along with jason tatum who was a rookie 
yeah. and took his team to the Eastern Conference Finals. And and Jalen Brown was a second-year player. Kyrie was hurt, and they went that far. And you're like, oh, my gosh, those two guys just went that far, and they're getting Kyrie? This is over. They're, this is a dynasty. They're about to win three to five championships. I thought the same thing. And Kyrie immediately just starts bashing those two kids and i call them kids at that point just or young men and they couldn't handle it they couldn't handle probably a guy they looked up to a guy who just won a championship a few years back is now taking shots at them after they had just had really quick success in the nba so that was the one time where it really spilled over on the court he would refuse to pass those guys the ball late in games he would then go into the media after the game was over and immediately berate his teammates but in Brooklyn, he did berate his teammates early on. Early on, <laughs> yeah. he was like, this team stinks. It's like, I know Kevin Durant and I came here, but everybody else is horrible. Yeah. And you're like, dude, I don't, you can't say that. Those guys are trying their best, and they do play a role for you, and you need them to go the, all out for the role. But then – The thing just, with the coach? The thing with yeah, Nash, oh yeah, too, like, and he was like – we're, we're all head coaches. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that was problematic. And some people have brought up from the 214, and this is all going to like kind of fold in together. Yeah. My biggest concern is stunting the growth of Hardy and Green. And we're going to talk about that in terms of the context of Kyrie and the game last night. And so I, I think that's one of the issues is you can make the argument he's three for three on having like torch it to the ground yeah. on his way out in the franchise. And if you don't think that, it's at least two of three. It feels like in Brooklyn – he got distracted by other things in his life that he really cares about. And that's where we do talk about the positives. But those things that he really cared about, he would then go, well, I'm not showing up for the basketball game because I care so much about this. Or I'm not really going to practice at all because this is what I care about. And they're like, man, I know, but we're paying you close to $40 million. You're not going to play? And he's like, no, I'm not going to play. And that's, that's the tough part is the social activism or whatever else that – in a lot of cases, that is a great, great thing. And a lot of the things that Kyrie believes in, there are a bunch of positives there. I'm not saying that's a bad thing as a human. It's just if you're building your team around that, I, I can see how that's a complex step. Yeah. So the thing, And he did give up money, too. Yes. Like, he didn't get – last year when he was like, I'm not getting the vaccine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're like, well, you're not getting paid. And he's like, that's fine. I'll, I'll forfeit $17 million just to show that I, I, this is what I believe. And, and I saw, I believe it was from Landon Thomas, a Mavs reporter. He brought up some things about Kyrie that don't get mentioned. And I think it's fair in terms of context is, so thank you very much, Landon Thomas, for the info. Donated one point, this is Kyrie, donated $1.5 million to help cover WNBA salaries during the pandemic. Paid off tuition for nine students wow. at Lincoln U. He gave $323,000 to Feeding America during the pandemic and partnered with City Harvest to donate 250,000 meals across New York. And so obviously there's some objectively amazing human things yeah. to do in there. So I, I, I was really glad that Landon brought that up because I think the issue that people run into is – doing great things as a person versus what kind of team player are you going to be? And I've always wondered what's the breakdown of sports fans versus I don't really care what kind of person you are versus what do you do for my team on the court, field, etc. Right. And so that's where it could get kind of dicey because he does a lot of great things as a human, but then I know fans get frustrated if he's not there for 
whatever reason. I, I do think this, just specifically to the next 25 games until the playoffs start, I think we are going to get, just watching more and more stuff last night, I do think we are going to get a great Kyrie Irving. He, oh, yeah, I do He too. has been great ever since the, and I, I don't know everything about this, but ever since the Jewish situation happened with Kyrie that suspended him for games this year, and it looked like, I didn't know if he was going to get to play. Like, I didn't know where it was going to go in our world with what he was kind of saying, um, what he maybe was believing, uh, maybe still believes, but has kept his mouth shut now is, it's like, dude. And he realized, you just listen to a lot of people, he realized nobody's going to want me or pay me close to my value if I don't start playing great basketball and be quiet. And he still has to do it because Brooklyn was so put off still. They're like, look, we are so put off by not only that, but other things throughout this history and the lack of success that we have had through your history that we are going to make this contract not a favorable contract to the player. And he's like, well, then I quit. And I don't think you're dealing with that in Dallas. He didn't come here going, if I don't get an extension, I'm not showing up. The Mavericks said, we're not going to extend you. And he said, well, watch how great I play, not only for you, but for possibly my future L.A. Lakers, to be honest. Well, I mean, and that's that's where it comes to, like, I'd love to ask some of the athletes here. Mike, you were an athlete. I don't know if many people know that, Kevin. I did know Mike Bassick played baseball. He was a left-handed pitcher. Uh, And one of the things that he did uh, was he had a charity thing that he worked with uh, where he would donate for every strikeout, I believe. The Garth Brooks Foundation. Yeah, and and, and, I don't know if a lot of people knew about that. Like, I don't know how many people were. A lot of people do that, and I did it too, but a lot of players, every time they strike out somebody, they donate $25. Every time they hit a home run, they donate $200 to different charities. But, yeah, I – but I don't know how many fans were like, I love Mike Bassick because he did that. Or even knew that you were going through that at, right. at, while you were playing. And that's like when, when this Kyrie stuff pops up. I yep. think I, I personally think it is good to show the balance of both. Like with Urban sure. Meyer. Let's say Urban Meyer out there, he saves all the children. All right, Kevin? Does that matter to you? Or does that still – It would. What if, he, what if he runs a family counseling uh, industry and he's like, this is how you keep your family together? You keep going to big jobs and you avoid them. I mean, like, what if like so? That's where I'm just. I always want to kind of keep an eye on the good and bad. That's that's a way. <laughs> that's that's a way. I don't even know if Urban. Well, I'm gonna go see if Urban Meyer does that. That's Kevin, a way to do that. Um, yeah. So I, I think there's some inherent positives. I've just always wondered how much people care about that versus they're just like, what can you do for my team on the field or the court now? To the original question that the texture sent in about stifling the growth of Green and Hardy, I just think you're much more likely to see that with Hardy yeah. than you are with Green. I think, and this is going to be naive, Mike, and you you might not agree with me, okay. I think by trade or by other method, Josh Green is going to overthrow Tim Hardaway Jr. That is just my prediction. I realize the salary problem. So I'm with you somewhat on that. Uh, there's multiple things here. There's multiple layers, and it goes to Kyrie, it goes to Josh Green, and it goes to Tim Hardaway Jr. Isn't it weird that did Jay? I'll ask this question: Did Jalen Brunson flourish in the second half of the season and in the playoffs with Luca? Yes. Yeah. I mean, he averaged 20 points and yeah. six assists uh, with Luca pretty much the second half of the season, and you'll see a lot of people go, 
I don't think it's going to work with Kyrie and Luka. Now, I get Luka's a ball-dominant guy, and Kyrie likes the ball in his hands, too, in isolation. So if Jalen Brunson averaged 20 points a game last year in major games, and you can take out his 40-point game against Utah where he had to do it with Luka Hurt. Like, if literally Jalen Brunson, who is a very good player, averaged 20 a game and over five assists, why are they saying that Kyrie can't do it? Now, next thing is... When I look at Luka and I look at Kyrie, Kyrie is going to shoot the ball probably a few more times than Jalen Brunson did on the Dallas Mavericks. Probably a few more times than Spencer Dinwiddie did on the Dallas Mavericks. So it is going to take a few shots away from maybe some role players as those guys take turns dominating because it's going to be very tough to double team those guys when they're both on the court. Josh Green doesn't mind taking five shots a game. He can be a valuable piece to your team taking five to a max ten shots a game. Tim Hardaway Jr., I mean, I hate saying this. He helped win the game last night. He has to shoot the ball 20 times. His whole life depends on when I get on the court, the ball has to be jacked up. And he doesn't really provide anything else for you. So I do think that Josh Green is going to get tremendous minutes. First of all, he's your best defender probably on your team at this point. With Dorian Finney-Smith gone, he's probably your best defender. He knows his role on the team and is going to love that role on the team. And so I do think Josh Green is going to get very valuable minutes the rest of the way and has to be a major contributor. Jaden Hardy probably will go back to watching basketball Because the the key, I mean, like, I know that Kyrie and Luka can give buckets, like, but you also want the team to be involved. Like, otherwise they fall asleep on the court, and you can't have that happen. I just watched this offense this year. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, and then on defense, the same thing. They were like, why why am I giving effort? I'm never seeing the ball. Luka's got the ball. What What do you want me to do? Here's what I love what you're saying is maybe a way, because Kyrie does like pushing the basketball. He's yeah. an ISO player, but he can get buckets in a second. Is now, Luka always had to go get the ball or get the rebound. He's going to have to be a valuable rebounder for the Mavs. But what if he kicks the ball out to Kyrie or Josh Green? Can't kick it in basketball. Outlet Stop the it. ball <laughs> to those guys. And now you have, let's just say, Green and Kyrie Irving and one other guy on your team trying to get a three-on-three or three-on-two situation within four or five seconds. That enthuses players. Role players are like, all right, let's go get a dunk. Let's go get an easy bucket. And if it's not there, pull it back out. Run your iso ball with Luka or run your iso ball with Kyrie. I I think that might be the best time to, when you split them up, to go with Hardy. Like, okay, Luka and Kyrie are not going to play all of their minutes together. I get the idea that you want a big chunk of them together. I would love to see an eight-minute stretch where Hardy gets to be in there with Kyrie because you know Hardy will push the pace as well. Man, that's what last night, that's what the two young guys did, and I don't think Utah was ready for that at all. When you play the Mavericks, you know you're going to get to play the slowest basketball in the history of the NBA. I mean, it is walk the ball up as much as you want, and then – Last night, with Luca out, Kyrie obviously not being on the team yet, two young guys, a 20-year-old and a 22-year-old, said, here's how I play basketball. Mm-hmm. I only know how to play high school basketball pretty much, yeah. but I am <laughs> very good at it. We are going to push this MFR up and down the court, and we are going to see how many points we can score in a hurry. And I think it shocked Utah going, damn, this isn't the scouting report on the Dallas Mavericks. They're a walk ball team. Yeah. And all of a sudden, those guys were pushing. They were getting easy baskets. They were getting quick looks, and that was beautiful. 29 shots, 58 points from your 20- and 22-year-old prospects who 
thank God you didn't put in the deal. Yeah, just trade Luca, man. We got we oh got my Hardy. God. Okay. We got, uh, I, I know you're kidding, but I think last night is the apex of people are like, this is what I'm dreaming about, is if you kept Chris. Because now if you tell me we got Luca, Kyrie, Christian Wood, Hardy, Green, and the last two are far more usable than maybe projected. Yeah. Well, that's a team are you those, get stoked In about. the playoffs, are those guys – are those guys getting heavy rotation minutes? Green will. Green has to. For defensive purposes yes. mostly. And also you lost. Remember, you traded two for one. Yeah. I know Marquise Morris, Marquise Morris, I know he's on the team. He didn't play. He hasn't played in like two years in the NBA. He's a 12th man. He's a veteran guy, knows his role, foul trouble, whatever. Somebody picks on Luka, go punch somebody in the mouth and tell him to stop it. I mean, that's kind of what he's going to be at 35 years old now in the NBA. But when you trade two for one and those guys averaged, what, in the playoffs last year, 65 to 70 minutes of basketball, I have to pick up 65 to 75 minutes. Kyrie's going to pick up 36 of those. That still gives you a lot of minutes that I think Josh Green, who barely played last year in the playoffs, can pick up. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, DraftKings analyst, the host, of the Ross Tucker podcast and the man who must answer for all the praise he gave Kellen Moore. <laughs> it is Ross Tucker right here next on 105.3 The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. I want to thank Rally House, their home for officially licensed NFL gear. Your city, your house, Rally House for being our presenting sponsor, for bringing us out here. Also, thank you to Window Nation and A Number One Air. I'm not sure if I will thank our next guest just quite yet because he had some fiery opinions that angered the Tolos. It is the host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Ross Tucker, I'm glad you're here. I'm just not sure if our audience is glad you're here. All right, so you guys got to really break this down for me. Yep. I, I have to be honest. I was totally floored <laughs> when you brought me in the week after the season yep. ended for the Cowboys, and I found out that people in Dallas didn't like Kellen Moore. So let me just tell you, okay? Sure. The national perception – and perhaps you guys have realized this or had other people on is that Kellen Moore did a fantastic job with the Dallas Cowboys offense this year, that they were very creative. He did an excellent job as a play caller, as a game planner. They were very often ahead of their opponents. I watched them score 40 points against the Philadelphia Eagles. They're a pretty good team if you haven't heard. I mean, all the stats about how much they scored. I mean, even just what they did with Cooper Rush, but then all the stats about how much they scored after Dak came back with all those interceptions. I I had no idea that people in the Metroplex were down on Kellen. When did this start and why? Like, I I need an explanation. Because, by the way, Chargers fans are thrilled. I don't know if you saw Daniel Jeremiah, who does the Chargers games. He had this whole breakdown of how good of an offensive coordinator Kellen Moore is. The only people that don't think Kellen Moore is a good coordinator is evidently a percentage of the Cowboys fan base. How big of a percentage is it? In their front office. Uh, I think it's like 70%. Didn't like Kellen Moore? I'm let's, telling let's you. Let's also add this to the to the concept here. About 55% don't like Dak. All right, so let's take that into consideration. Yeah. And whenever you don't score enough points against San Francisco in a playoff game, maybe two years in a row, 
then they're hold on. Why is there confusion even on the on the last play of a game? What are you doing here, Dak? So they already don't like Dak, but Dak has a big contract. It's not going anywhere. So you got to move on from somebody. You got to get something different because it's not scoring points in the playoffs. Even though it's scoring all the points in the regular they season, a lot of points against the Bucks in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Would you say it's a year and a half? Because you, because Ross asked how long. Okay. I feel like maybe yeah. it's been a good year and a half that people people last off season wanted to give him the boot, so they've just been counting down to run him out of the building. I wanted I wanted to tell you that in the middle of it, but we just saw the fan text were like, I hate Kellen Moore. I think he gets judged unfairly. I'm not the biggest Kellen Moore fan, but I think he did a solid job to be sure. I thought he did a really good job. I was stunned that that is how people felt. Although I will say this, like, can I just say this for, for the listeners out there? If your solution is always new quarterback or new offensive coordinator perhaps you're not really thinking as deeply about it as you should it, 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 the answer is not always get a new quarterback fire the offensive coordinator okay let's say you got rid of Dak who are you going to get to play quarterback I mean we just gonna, magically replaced Trevor him. That's Lawrence how it works. who are you going to get that's better than Dak yeah and yeah, go on to want to trade for Mahomes. Mahomes. Just trade for Mahomes. Yeah. And then secondly, deal. <laughs> if you're going to move on from Kellen Moore like you did, are you sure? Okay. People felt the way they did about Kellen Moore. How do they feel about the answer Terrified. to the question being Mike McCarthy or Brian Schottenheimer? Like no, that's did, the did Jerry already say McCarthy's calling the plays. Though? Yeah, and Jerry says things. Um, and it's I kind actually of a, like Schottenheimer. I think that McCarthy's going to call him. I think that, and you you would have a lot more information on this. Does, yeah. does Brian walk in and say, "I'm installing throughout the week. I might drop a few plays and slide a Mike's way, but on game day, it's all Mike McCarthy and his brain on how how things function." Well, so first of all, you guys know this, but Schottenheimer was there this past year because mm-hmm. yeah. I talked to him on the field before the Thanksgiving Day yep. game. Because his dad was my coach my rookie year in Washington, oh. 2001. Brian was our quarterback coach. So I, I actually think Brian has gotten a raw deal. He was the OC with the Jets when they got <laughs> Sanchez, Sanchez grounded to down. the conference championship game back-to-back years. Okay? Then he goes to Seattle. Nobody meshed with Russell Wilson in Seattle. Even when they were putting up numbers, even though they were winning playoff games and scoring a lot of points, in Seattle, they just kept cycling through coordinators. It was never Russell's fault. It was always the coordinator. And then Jacksonville, that doesn't even count. The Urban Meyer year in I'm Jacksonville doesn't even count. So, Schottenheimer's track record, I think, for some reason, he there's a negative perception around him. Was he a coordinator somewhere else I'm forgetting? Did you say the Rams? Yeah, Rams. Oh, I don't remember Rams. The Jeff, Jeff Fisher years. era of the Rams. Oh, yeah, that was bad. And they, they weren't, but, <laughs> that was bad. Sorry. But also, when he came in there the year before, they were dead last in offense. So I, I'm to like, the Rams. Yeah, to the Rams. They were dead last, and then they were like, I think, 25, 21, and 21. So at least they were better. No great shakes. This is the best offense he's ever been a part of. But when you said, are you afraid, I thought the other end of that sentence was going to be Dak. And that's why Cowboys fans, I think, aim at – Kellen Moore or whoever else because it just feels like you know the Joneses aren't going anywhere but also it just feels like Dak isn't going anywhere and so I think that's why people aim their anger at other places sometimes because those other places might change maybe did uh, somebody said that there was a philosophical difference and mm-hmm. that McCarthy wants to run the ball more 
and Kellen Moore didn't agree with well, that? Is that oh, fair? Sweet see, if that's I the hope. case, I don't know because they still ran the ball. They just weren't doing it effectively on first down. Like, they couldn't do it effectively at all, all at the last part of the season, and that's once Terrence Steele went down, the whole offense. Like, it, their combo blocks with Zach Martin just disappeared. They couldn't quite get the same thing going. So that changed a lot of what their running game was, and then that's why they went with Pollard in the playoffs as their starter, essentially. But instead of Zeke, they were like, look, we got to have an explosive player. Well, because Pollard's way better. Why is this even debatable? <laughs> that's, it took, that's, so many, it like, took two seasons there, to figure there are that out. People, I mean, Zeke's as good as cut, right? No. Jerry's in love with him. And that's the problem. With what the right you said, deal. You said people. You can have 99.9% of the people who are like, no, I know. But the point one who makes the decision were like, I don't know. Zeke's still pretty good. Sells jerseys. Yeah. But what is the deal when Jerry comes out and says that the Rams went all in and the Eagles are all in this year, and the Cowboys like to take a longer view. Hey, Jerry, how, how about 30 years of no conference championship games? And don't the Eagles have two first-round picks next year or yes. this year? They didn't really go all in or else they'd have no capital. They I, drafted really well, yeah. too. This I mean, their, their offense. This is, is their seventh conference championship game since 2001. Stop. What are we at, Stop, Ross. Are we at five? Oh, it's got to be like eight or nine probably. at this point. So yeah. is everybody trying – is everybody in Dallas rooting against the Eagles because they hate them? Yes. Or is there some part where it's like makes you feel a little bit better about the fact that – Micah Parsons is rooting for the Eagles. <laughs> That's true. Dude. That's true. That is wild. And it, it, you guys do that, right? They're friends with other players and well, everything. Well, no, not only that. You know, Micah's from where I live. <laughs> yeah. Harrisburg, uh, the state capital – most people in Harrisburg are Eagles fans. Uh-huh. And he got drafted by the Cowboys. It's just kind of the place he landed. Yeah, but listen, like, I started seven games for the Cowboys, and I was a huge Eagles fan growing up, although I never rooted for them because I was kind of bitter that they never wanted me. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I could see that. I was kind of bitter, yeah. like, they never wanted me. Now, Micah, like, everybody wants Micah, so that's a little bit different. Mm. Um, by the way, He's not going to win it tomorrow night or Thursday night, but I was not overly impressed by Bosa. The, the, the Eagles beat him up on Sunday. He's going to win the Defensive Player of the yeah. Year award. You look at, like, a lot of his sacks and stuff, I don't know. I still think a lot of coaches would rather take Micah than Nick Bosa. I or even or, or Reddick had an unbelievable year. People don't even know. How many, how many Dallas Cowboys fans listening right now even know who Hassan Reddick is? That is we knew whenever he was a, whenever he was available and he was out there. We're like Jerry, go get that. And then all of a sudden, it was like, stop talking about that guy. We usually like, like, isn't that the guy who was bad for Arizona? Like they drafted him and <laughs> yes! it didn't work out. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> which seems like somebody we would pick up. Hey, you were a draft pick with potential who didn't work out. Come on now. You got to be a few years older than that. That's true. I do will you, say, do you take any comfort in the fact that even if the Cowboys had beat the Niners, the Eagles still would have beaten them? Or do you think, who knows, maybe we could have won that game? I mean, but Tony Pollard breaking his yeah, leg. That, that's true. That would have been really oh, tough yeah, to go good to Philadelphia. Point. And, yeah, they wouldn't have won that game. Your offensive weapons got whittled down to CD, and that was pretty much it against the Niners. Like, we couldn't even get Schultz to, to play his typical How game. many positions are the Cowboys better than the Eagles? Owner. Who do you think's better the quarter who do you think is a better quarterback? Well, I think this year Hertz was. Okay. Um I think Dak is a better thrower of the football and I was really impressed with what Dak did this year. I don't think the Cowboys weapons are that great. By the way, here's another thing. I talked about this on the Ross Tucker football podcast last week. 
How many of your listeners that think Gallup stinks and are mad at Gallup having yeah. a terrible year, how many of them know now that he had surgery on both his ankle and knee after the season and or care? I, th- I don't think they care. Yeah. I think they're like, you should have been better off the the ACL surgery you had last year. You should have, if you were on the field, you should have. Been, it's like the receiver, if it touches your, or if uh, an outfielder touches your glove, you should have caught it. If it touches your hands, you should have caught it. Michael Gallup, you should have been open because you were on the field. No, that's the way it is, though. If you're inside the white lines, you're saying you're healthy enough to play. Yeah. And nobody cares what happens after that. But, dude, for a receiver to have to have knee and ankle surgeries after the year, no wonder he didn't do anything. This now, year. Now, speaking of white lines, did you know that that is the theme song to the upcoming motion picture Cocaine Bear? Have you heard of this movie, and are you now intrigued if you had not? I had heard of the movie Cocaine Bear. Mm-hmm. I am intrigued. I guess I'm finding it. Is it like a documentary, like no. a real movie? <laughs> no. Or- it is very loosely based on a true story. Okay. And basically the whole movie is just the bear getting hopped up on cocaine and, like, going crazy. Yeah, he's carrying around in his pocket, and he's just Which, like. That bird, that bear did not murder anybody. But in the movie, it definitely looks like he's. It goes like on he's, a rampage. Yeah, he's yeah. taking some It's chasing out. people up trees and everything. See, I'm not really into, like, I don't watch movies like that. I don't need stress like that. <laughs> Well, that does sound stressful. I, 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 I watch romantic comedies. Okay. okay. I like romantic comedies. I like to laugh like five times, and like at the end of the movie, the girl and the guy get together, and I'm happy. Serendipity was I don't my need, favorite like, one. Even like my wife and I, we're way behind, so I'm still trying to finish Ozark with my wife. Gotcha. Oh, wow. That's stressful. And I can't even sleep right after an episode. It's intense. I'm like, I'm like stressed out. I'm, like, worried about what's going to happen. I don't need that in my life, dude. What's your favorite romantic comedy, then? Ooh. I could ask who's going to win the Super Bowl, but I like this. No, this, this is, is better. This yeah. is better. Ooh, there's a lot of good ones. Um, One time, my future wife walked in, and me and all my roommates were watching Serendipity, and we had our hands on our faces, and we were like, oh, my <laughs> God, and Kate Beckinsale and John Cusack. This is amazing. I like The Notebook a lot. Okay. I think that's a good one. You know how, like, they die together in bed at the end? Oh, sorry, everybody. Oh, my God. That was, like, 20 years old. <laughs> if you didn't know that, you were never going to watch it. All right. We, we appreciate it very much, courtesy of DraftKings. And, obviously, listen to the Ross Tucker podcast. We appreciate it very much. Absolutely. Sir. Great to see you guys in person. Yes, this sir. is twice in uh, three weeks or so. Yeah, you're, man. You're welcome. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we will talk with former NFL running back, and we hope still Mavs fan, LeGarrette Blunt. next right here on The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.